0: Hey, folks, real quick, we are moving to a new feed. So this feed is going to be shut down in about two weeks. So if you just do a search for The Unrestricted with Vex and the Bulldog, uh, you'll find it. We're going to shut this one down. You can also head to unrestricted.show, which will have all the new feed information and where to go for Google, Apple, Spotify, and all the others. And that's our new website. So if you want to interact with us, maybe add some comments, talk to us, that's where to go, unrestricted.show. Thanks. Enjoy our show. My god, it was just snowmass, not Aspen. <laughs> Jeez, were you having a bad year? Couldn't quite make it downtown to see the beautiful trees.
1: Hey folks, welcome back. It's the Unrestricted. I'm Vex, that's the bulldog, Bob on the ones and twos.
2: Welcome back everybody.
1: Man, I had a chance yesterday to go back and listen to last episode. And if you haven't already, go back and check it out because
0: it was really quite an epic episode. Like, subscribe, leave us a review.
1: And I think there's going to be more on that Live Golf Tour stuff that we're going to need like a second round table coming up because things are blowing up. Yeah. And I look forward to that because there's, there was not much in this sports week. I mean, except for the dead, right? Yeah, a lot of heroes passed. I mean, I feel like we're going to need to play a show on this or uh, uh, play a game on this show called Dead or Alive because, I mean, you had two big ones just in the last couple days. Right. Bill Russell and Vince Scully.
2: Yeah, and it usually comes in threes. So now we're just kind of waiting with bated breath. What's the next shoe to
0: drop? No, the next shoe has dropped. Oh. Nichelle Nichols. Who's she? She played Lieutenant O'Hora on Star Trek.
1: I know who she is. She was the pretty black girl on Star Trek. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so okay. So what were you? What were you going to say about her?
0: She broke down color barriers in science fiction, mm. especially on television. She was she was brought in by Gene Roddenberry to kind of you know be Gene, that Gene Roddenberry.
2: You used to go to, to synagogue with him. I did. <laughs> Good old Gino. Yeah, yeah. He he was at your bat mitzvah. <laughs> Bar Mitzvah. Oh, my bad. Close, close.
0: Well, he identified differently when he was younger.
2: <laughs> yeah, his pronouns were different, I guess. <laughs> okay, so
1: Gene Rottenbush, <laughs> well, or whatever. Rosemary, what
2: Rosemary Rotten yes. what Gene
0: Roddenberry, do? when he when he did Star Trek: The Original Series, it was all about inclusion, diversity, and he wanted to show where we were going to go as humanity.
1: I think he just thought that he it was would a be- little early,
2: and he's still a little, <laughs> little early. God bless
1: him. I think he just thought it would be nice for little boys and little boys to masturbate to somebody of color, because my understanding of of her of her life is that she was like a a sex queen, like just everybody thought that she was the hottest. Is that right? She was hot.
2: Yeah. So she's the the Pam Greer of. Uh, mm. The uh,
1: sci-fi, sci-fi world world. Is yeah, that and, right?
0: Yeah. And Would you say that? Absolutely. Yeah. And to wrap this back around, original series three years after Bill Russell got death threats for holding an integrated basketball camp in Mississippi. Wow. Wow. Way to wrap that up.
1: That
2: and put a bow on. That was it. a segue. That was really good. <laughs> I, wait, 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 time out though. I'm not the smartest man. No, but if i don't say that about yourself, judge.
1: Self-dugger. Nobody says that about you, judge. <laughs> and I never slice. <laughs> not
2: it, to your face anyway. If I'm Bill Russell, I don't think I would throw a basketball camp in Mississippi.
0: It's a very good question. Are you familiar with the story? No, I'm not. Tell me. So this was following the Medgar Evers assassination. Oh, okay. And Bill Russell reached out to him and said, what can I do to help? Okay. What can I do for you and yours? What can I do to help? They said we want you to hold a basketball camp in Mississippi, I and mean, we want it to be integrated. And this is what you're like 67? 63. Oh wow! Even before that, in sixty-three, do you know it was illegal for a basketball team of blacks to play a basketball team of whites in the Carolinas? Oh my! <laughs> against gosh. the law. Oh my God! That's insane. I don't know so, why
1: I'm so surprised as Kansas just <laughs> had an archaic addition to their constitution finally put down yesterday so it's not like progress is all but done goodness gracious you saw that right uh-uh, okay so kansas politicians were trying to amend the kansas uh state constitution to make abortion illegal Jeez, and luckily it was voted down by
0: kansans kansans with with a huge turnout yeah that's the other big news from that one huge yeah. turnout
1: i i sorry i didn't mean to get you off.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's pretty much the story. He received death threats for holding it, and it was unheard of. I mean, Mississippi, not exactly more progressive than the Carolinas. No. Which which led me, you know, on the news of his passing, I had the question in my head. Was he more more of a figure, a legendary figure on the court or off the
1: court? I think I'm the wrong guy to ask because I'm an NBA guy. Um, I'm a basketball guy. So for me, it's basketball. But I imagine if I were black, I might see that very differently.
2: Well, I think it's a classic chicken or the egg. He wouldn't have his platform. He wouldn't be uh, able to deliver his message. And geez, how early was it? Way, way, way before this country was ready for it. If he hadn't, guess what, dominated basketball.
1: Yeah. 11 NBA championships. His championship resume is bananas. Okay, Olympic gold medalist, collegiate uh, national champion, high school national champion. I think there's only four guys in the history of basketball to have won all four of those things. High school basketball national championship, college national championship, gold medal, um, and uh, NBA champion. It's like Quinn Buckner, Jordan, and I forget who the other one is. He was 11 and 0 in game 7s.
2: That's insane.
1: Beat that. He went he had an 85% lifetime win percentage. <laughs> I mean, that will never be approached. Nah. No way. It's impossible. He was 21 and 0 throughout his life including high school in winner go home games. Right? So elimination games essentially. 21 and 0. That's, that's just freaking bananas.
2: Back to, I'm not the smartest guy, but you can't do much
1: better than that. <laughs> so, where I, was, where I was starting to think about this, um, about our show the other day, mm-hmm. when I was driving around, is that um, they were talking about Russell as a civil rights activist and leader meeting with Jabbar, Jim Brown, and Ali. What I couldn't figure out was Jim Brown. Okay, Jim Brown, dead or alive? Alive. I think so too, right? I, I he's know, definitely alive,
2: right? I, I know he's alive.
1: But should okay. we be doing a segment on this show called Dead or Alive? I think so. Is this week the wrong week to be doing it as Vin Scully died yesterday,
2: etc.? I don't know. I feel like we ought to just crank it up. I think we do. There's two responses, laugh or cry. And we choose laugh. That's right. That's right. And, and it's not that we're being morbid. It's just that when you get to a certain age, well, Father Time, he's undefeated. Much like Russell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's undefeated. It, 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 it Maybe not in Walt Disney's case because he's in a cryovac series.
0: it? <laughs> I'm talking about a little place called Aspen. Where beautiful women instinctively flock like the salmon of Capistrano.
2: All right, Pally, you were on a a bit of a break. You headed up to to Colorado. Beautiful place called
1: Aspen. I didn't go to Aspen. I went to Snowmass. Oh, Oh
0: my God. It was just Snowmass, not Aspen.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Jeez, were you having a bad year? Couldn't quite make it downtown to see the beautiful trees. Did you you rent a car? Did you take an eubes into the city square? We took the city bus, I'll have you know. Oh, that city bus is money. It really is. The raptor. The raptor will run you over. I mean, those guys, they don't mess around. So raptor stands for, it's a dinosaur. No, 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 no. no. uh, (laughs) Don't spit on me, Bob. What the F? We haven't been tested yet. (laughs) I just got the vid.
1: Thanks a lot. <sighs> it's like the River Valley um, public transit. There's, Raptor. No, there's no V. <laughs> if, Raptor. Okay. Okay, River. Unless you
2: go Velocity. What is it? Rocky. Rocky Mountain. Plains.
1: Oh, my Ri- God. I don't know what it is.
2: So we took the damn
1: city bus. <laughs> right. Basically, everywhere we go, we've killed Bob.
2: <laughs> he can't even catch a breath. Oh, jeez. We should have put him on the pool. <laughs> Now we're in trouble. <laughs> Looks like we're going to have to go to geekdom and take some IT new, classes. New producer, please. <laughs> so, so yeah, we took this
1: city bus a whole bunch, which you're right, is a great system. But getting from Aspen to Snowmass or vice versa is not very easy, even though they're only like 15, 20 minutes away from each other. Right. So one night, Catherine and I, we had a date, okay? We had a sitter lined up and the whole deal, and we were looking for an Uber, out of snowmass, couldn't get one. Looking for a cab, out of snowmass, couldn't get one. So, all of a sudden, we're out by the valet, and this gentleman comes out in a in a wheelchair, and he's getting loaded into a, a van. And Catherine's like, should I ask him if he's going to Aspen? Hey, bud. And I was like, go for it, honey. You want company? So, so she goes, hey, um, you're not by chance going to Aspen, are you? And he goes, hop in. Yes. We're like, awesome. Anyway, so we get in and it's like, you know, kind of a standard wheelchair van where, you know, he's sitting way up front next to the driver. And then there's like 10 feet of space and we're in the way back. But he's turned around and he's talking to us and really holding court. His name is Adam. Mm-hmm. Nicest guy in the world. Probably pretty similar in age to us. Maybe a little bit older. Nicest guy in the world. He's a huge golf fan. He's a huge basketball fan. So I'm like, oh, well, wow. I'm like, you got to check out. The unrestricted. Yeah. Yeah, of course. And he's like, well, you got to check out. And he reaches into his uh, backpack (laughs) and he pulls out all these keto bars. And he says, this is my keto bar company. We're the number one seller at Whole Foods. You guys take these. Let me know what you
2: think. Adam's going to be our first sponsor.
1: I I love that he's really, truly like the nicest guy I've ever met. Cool. So we're bullshitting for like the full 20 or 30 minutes that it takes to get there. He starts talking about his family, and and he loves visiting them. He's like the most wholesome gentleman I think I've ever met in my life. And he says, um, and you know, my dad was kind of famous. And I was like, oh, uh, who who was your dad? And he was like, well, not everybody's heard of him, but since you're a basketball guy, you may have Barry Bremen. Now, does that name ring a bell to you? Don't Google don't Google. The name rings a bell. That's what I said. I said, the name rings a strong bell for me, but I can't think of where it's from. He goes, well, ESPN did a documentary about him on 30 for 30. And I'm like, no, is this the great imposter guy? It is. It he's, is. he's one of the kids of Barry Bremen. He is one of the kids of Barry Bremen who is the great imposter, in quotation marks, because they did a 30 for 30 called that name, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know, maybe seven or eight years ago, that is wonderful to watch if you haven't seen it already. And if you didn't know who Barry Bremen was, well, you're probably a lot younger than us or you just never happened to read about who the guy was, but you probably have heard the stories. He once snuck into the Super Bowl and posed as a referee.
0: Yeah. He snuck onto the court at an All-Star game for the NBA and started doing shoot-around. Layup line.
1: Yes, (laughs) he did. He's the great imposter. He snuck his way into every single major sporting event in the United States. I don't think he could do that anymore. No way. But the fact that he did is the shit of legend. Yeah, it is. And I'm sitting here writing with his son, and I just could not believe it. My head
0: was going to explode. After Barry passed away, it came out that he was a sperm donor. No. Yes, and has fathered five or six dozen children outside of the two or... I think he's got two or three kids with his wife.
1: Well, wait. Now I have to know because my friend who I met on the van, his his surname is Bremen. Okay? But... That is a hell of a monkey wrench you just put into my friendship with Adam Bremen. But why? <laughs> well, because I don't know. Is he one of the uh Oh, you're wondering if he's a... Uh, a doned donored donored kid? Or <laughs> Oh, uh, this could get interesting. I have a side... like I really can't wait to call him. He's oh, one of the cool his, guys.
2: Did you get his number? Absolutely. So how's that gonna go? Hey man, how you been? Thanks for the ride. So are you like legit Brennan or yeah yeah are you no, a, no 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 he's,
0: baby no he's legit three kids with his wife Noah Adam there you and go Aaron okay okay All right. okay
1: but he has Woo. thank God I was starting to sweat Adam if you're listening to this show right now miss you buddy hope you're having a great time in Colorado
0: over three dozen wow I had documented. no documentally
2: idea but isn't that against uh. The, the code of sperm donors. it is
1: not there is a documentary out there or was it the New York Times that I read about the guy who's fathered over a thousand wow and he does it for a profession and like um, he has a great reputation among women as being an excellent sperm donor because he like kind of maintains touch
2: with these kids and he has over a thousand what's the barrier of entry into this line of work <laughs> I think you
1: can't be um, not the sharpest tool in the shed. I think they go after intellectuals. Um, You're probably a little short. I think there's a- You're bald. Oh,
2: so what you're saying is- I think you're going to get DQ'd. Uh, Oh, I thought you were saying I was just, I was the guy. (laughs) No, I think- You're not. I think if they were looking at you on a piece of paper, I think- (laughs) I'm just saying- That's so one-dimensional, though. I mean- (laughs) I think you should be able to try out. Oh okay. they should have
0: tryouts. You tried out a lot when you were a teenager. Like let's, <laughs> let's be honest, you did.
2: Like the montage from a rocky movie when he's in the mountains <laughs> in, in, in Russia. okay, and he's working out. I Just, think I think that that there's 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 workouts. Then Lift lifts of horse trailers, et lifts of Horse trailers, and then they give you like a puzzle, and they see how long it takes you to. Oh go no! Put
0: the puzzle together. I see a Ryan Reynolds montage.
2: Yeah, he'd be pretty good. And and honestly, if you're like, hey, we can't have children, I got an idea.
1: What if
0: Ryan Reynolds was our <laughs> donor?
2: I think he'd say yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh,
0: yeah. Yeah, he'd have over a thousand very quickly. Yeah come back to wholesomeness on this Barry Bremen, one one of his things in life was to be a father that was one of his dreams, his goals in life was to be a father he he got into this allegedly according to the documentary because he wanted this to be there for other people, he wanted to bring life to this world. That's really cool That is cool Talk about a small world world
2: No kidding I hope his uh, Power Bars are delicious.
0: They are awesome.
1: (laughs) They are awesome. And uh, forgive me for not knowing the name of it offhand. I'll uh, follow up. Just our first sponsor. I'll follow up next pod with the, uh, I think
2: it's called Keto Bar,
0: actually. Keto Crisp. Keto Crisp. There you go. Keto
2: Crisp. Ladies and gentlemen, this segment is brought to you by Keto
0: Crisp.
2: Holler at us, Adam.
1: We need a sponsor. No calories.
2: Repeat, zero.
1: You know what I thought was weird, though? Weed is legal in Colorado. That's correct. Um, I saw nobody smoking pot. I see more people smoking pot on the reg in San Antonio than I did in Aspen Snowmass.
2: Well, I think it's if it's available, you don't want it. I guess that's the deal. You want what you can't have. I, isn't that odd? I mean, I did see a couple of
1: dispensaries. Like you, two? Oh, we should get sponsored by the Green Dragon. Is that one of them? Uh-huh. Yeah. I think I saw that.
2: That Yeah, it's right there in, in the middle of the square by the pizza place. How come you know Aspen so well? Well, we've got some friends that have a spot there, and they're very great people, and they let us go and hang out.
1: That's awesome. So, it's it's a good time. Aspen's really, the it's, it's the, quite cool. The, the people pe- watching is unbelievable.
2: So, we went one time when they were doing, I guess it's the equivalent of the World Cup. Mm Mhm, and people from all over World Cup for what? For skiing. Oh, okay. So it's called something. Yeah, sure. Called Big Ski Event. (laughs) Okay. The Hot Dog World Big Ski Event. Okay. And uh, the people watching was amazing from all over, all over the world, and the outfits. Oh my God! It's exceptional. Yeah, it is exceptional. Mm -hmm. First
1: of all, I have never seen more eighty-year-old guys in full-on Lance Armstrong Tour de France bicycle gear. And it's a little revealing.
2: (laughs) Well, in the biz, they call them kits.
1: Oh, they're called kits. Okay, well, that makes sense because in Europe, uniforms are called kits. And over here in the United States, we never call them that unless we're trying to get over on somebody that we are extremely cultured in whatever sport we're talking about like soccer mm. it's a kit
2: oh, and it's on the pitch
1: yes correct not the field right. and it's and not zero it's nil and Ooh. players aren't
2: fast they
1: have pace oh good but now. i but i digress you've never seen more 85 year old old jewish dudes <laughs> in lance armstrong <laughs> to in a France gear. it is a little off putting let's say especially when you're eating lunch Oh yeah, it's just a little much. This segment brought to you by the Aspen Chamber of Commerce. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of fake tits. Uh-huh. I want to point that out. Now it's summertime out there, so there's a lot less clothing than there would be in the winter, and it's much easier to tell. A lot of fake tits, and mostly on women over the age of
2: sixty-five. Yeah, they just get touch-ups. I is that the deal? They get bolt-ons. Yeah,
1: bolt-ons.
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like a kit car. When your original chassis starts to fail, you just, <laughs> g-sh, 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 you bolt them on.
1: Fake tits. Just, you know, to digress once more. Are we thumbs up, Bob? Thumbs down. No, thumbs down. Uh, Richie. Thumbs up. Yeah, I'm thumbs sideways. Sideways? Yeah. I mean, look, I haven't had probably as much experience as the two of you studs. Easy. They, they, look, they look good in clothes. But they're rarely as good looking naked. Number one, they usually lose all sense of feeling, so they're not even really very fun to play with.
2: It's, I think, it's just aesthetically pleasing for all parties involved. If that's what, if if, if that's I what think I'm saying, for. but mostly only in clothes. I mean, I don't know. A lot of
1: times, you get that shirt off, and you're like, "What the hell? Water balloons are those?"
0: <laughs> Both on. <laughs> God doesn't make mistakes, so why enhance what God did? Well, here's, here's chicken or the egg. God made humans.
2: God made plastic surgeons. And plastic surgeons... You made, know,
1: I'm on his side on made, that one, Bob. Make the bolt-ons. <laughs> I'm okay with that. I'm okay with the argument.
2: Yeah, just as long as... I'll as, allow it. As no one's hurt in the whole
1: process right, right. yeah
2: right. sure and i think they've figured out okay these will give you cancer don't don't, don't get these or right these yeah right
1: and actually there's statistics that actually say that uh implants reduce the chances of breast cancer because it puts pressure outward pressure on the cells around it
2: it sounds like you've been doing some study no i just you know
1: look you're a studious guy i get it i i was i, I was in aspen let's just say I was reading the menu with no intention of ordering. Oh, okay? so I th- mean, you had- I was with my wife and kids for one, and number two, it's just not something I'm into. But I had to. I had to bring that back to the show. I don't know what I, I, I'm. I'm. I'm kind of. I'm kind of a no. I'm kind of with Bob
2: hmm. on fakies. Well, everybody's entitled to an opinion. Okay, what's yours? I think if if, if it's it's something that that. She wants to do for herself oh, for, a, oh, for a confidence boost. I did not have you on that side of the ledger yeah. as a oh,
1: okay.
0: Yeah. All right. about women having agency on autonomy. Uh-huh. That's right. Uh-huh. Her body, her choice, Jeff.
1: I'm so with you on Unless that. Unless you live in Texas. I'm so yeah. with you on that. Like I get that, you know, childbirth and child rearing and breastfeeding, etc., can certainly wear those suckers out, and sometimes you need to re-up. I get it. I'm not saying that we should outlaw it like Kansas and abortion, okay? <laughs> I'm just I'm just asking for personal preference.
2: Oh. Well, again, everybody's entitled to an opinion. Okay. We'll leave it at that. <laughs> Do you have
1: any opinion on Jerry Jones calling somebody a midget? Oh, Jarrah. And and mean, meaning it to be complimentary? And then having to walk it back, you know.
2: I think that that Jerry should only be allowed to give about one press conference a month. <laughs> I mean,
1: seriously,
2: because he gets up there and he's
1: same thing for anybody over seventy. He gets, keep microphones out of the faces of people over seventy. Right, just stop. Right,
2: and 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 he's got enough horsepower to have a whole team of, of folks saying, "Hey, Jerry, that's cool." Cut his mic. Cut! Cut his mic. Why should outfit him with a shock collar? (laughs) Oh, I don't know. That might not be good for
1: his. I I feel like you and I should be experts on this. Like uh, midget, is that is is that a bad word? Well, when you get called a midget, which I'm sure you do and I do all the time.
2: Well, first of all, I know the exact height that you have to be to be considered a dwarf. We don't see what is that if you're under. Four eleven, you can be considered a dwarf. And is that or right? A small person.
0: Well, there there is a difference between a dwarf and a little person. Okay. The, the dwarf, the body proportions of a dwarf are not in proportion. They're not just a, a six foot person reduced to a four foot eleven. They're not. The head is not in proportion to the body. Head's on. The head is, is a bigger. dwarf. <laughs> <laughs> I yes, know, I, I've gone I, down this rabbit hole. Okay, you have obviously. <laughs>
1: What kind of porn are you watching? Oh,
2: boy. (laughs) Oh, boy. Someone needs to get a hold of your phone (laughs) and put some restrictions on that.
1: Um, But I was watching this thing the other night. I think it was Bill Maher. And they were talking about, you know, because you aren't supposed to say midget anymore, I guess. We need to put a lot less time in life into what we call things and a lot more time into, like, Doing things, changing things that actually make a difference, instead of just verbiage. That is it's it's exhausting to me. I had no idea you couldn't
0: say midget anymore. Well, I mean everything in context. To just outlaw the use of the word midget. I don't think that's good. Now now if I'm now if I'm gonna talk at somebody and wanna be derogatory and obscene to them and say, You fucking midget, yeah, probably not. That's kind of mean. Obviously. But I guess my point is Wouldn't we
1: be, shouldn't somebody be putting their energy in the direction of, I don't know, putting stools next to every uh, hand washing station in the airport instead of worrying about the semantics of it? If I were on the other side of this, I'd be like, forget it, call me whatever you want, but just help me so that I can wash my hands in an airport. Remember, I have two little kids that are six and four. And, you know, not dissimilar in height from a little person. And I'm telling you, you go almost anywhere in America. There's no way for them to wash their hands unless you plop them up on the on the countertop. And then they have to reach
2: over. It's, it's
1: hard as hell to do. You've had to do it. You're a parent, right? Like, I thought you were sucks. saying
2: that I've, I, there's, some, <laughs> there's some restrooms in downtown San Antonio where I can't get all the way up. Which I think is pretty rude because I'm a good inch and a half taller than you. I are. know, at least you could still beat me in basketball because that's I'm horrible at basketball. But um, speaking of this, by the way, last night
1: stools. I'm going down a rabbit hole. No, not stools, little people. Okay, I'm going down a rabbit hole uh, of of basketball. Was it on a the smaller
2: internet? rabbit hole? <laughs> so that it is more in line with. Your dimensions and your feelings.
1: <laughs> so i I see something on um on the internet that that's basketball highlights of a kid named Darnell Rogers, and it says shortest player to ever have a Division one basketball scholarship question mark. And I watch his highlights, and I'm like, that kid is flippin' awesome. And then I started thinking, wait, his last name is Rogers. I went to school at George Washington with a 5 foot 4 point guard who was Atlantic Coast uh Atlantic 10 player of the year at 5 foot 4 20 points 7 rebounds 6 assists like he was legit uh, he was an unstoppable collegiate player named Shante Rogers who I actually believe it or not I tutored him in calculus anyway we became friends this is Shante's. Son, okay. So a father-son combination, five foot four, five
2: foot two, both played Division One college basketball. So don't you think that Shante, being Shante, would have married like a six-foot-tall broad? I'm not sure that he didn't, and he still got five-two out of the equation. Yeah, I mean, I remember
1: the gal that he was dating in college, and she was not super short.
2: Did Shante carry around a stool with him? <laughs> Whenever he went to public <laughs> restrooms, etc. No, but here's the thing: the last laugh goes to the little people because they can park wherever they want to.
1: Boy, that's a good call.
2: Yeah, it all comes around. It all it all evens out in the wash. So Rico was telling me he he's always watching TikToks and Instagrams or whatever. Yeah, on um, like sports guys. There's all these these sports leagues and and. He, he, he likes to know who the up-and-comer basketball players are. And he said they're these twins, last name Boozer. Oh, yeah. And Carlos like,
1: Boozer's kids.
2: That's what I was... Uh, they are. Andy. They are
1: Carlos Boozer's kids, and they are... Insane. Ridiculous. The 14-year-old is like 6'10 oh, already and dribbles like a guard. Mm. There is this whole generation of basketball player that's coming up, and Victor Wimbunana is... is Next, right?
2: That's who we're working on.
1: That's who the Spurs are definitely bucking for.
2: Well, so it's funny because I did some prep because we are a loosely sports-affiliated pod. And you can't... I went and I typed in latest Spurs news and it took me to the soccer team. Oh, no! And this, this isn't even trying to bag on our team, but there's so little news right now about what's going on. That it went straight to to Tottenham.
1: Bro, don't expect that to change. It's going to be all quiet on the Western front for a long time. You know, until next draft. Right. Uh, I mean, this is going to be a season lost in time. You can watch Trey Jones and, you know, the rest of our young Spurs go lose, you know, 60 games.
2: It is so quiet that when I did get to Air Alamo, are you familiar with their work? Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah. Like the first story was Vernon Maxwell said that Greg Popovich hired a private investigator to watch him <laughs> to keep him out of trouble.
1: <laughs> that was warranted, Mad Max. Yeah. Mad Max was a mean cuss. He used to play basketball at the uh at the Concord when I was a kid. Oh yeah. His fingernails were always long and possibly sharpened. <laughs> and you'd drive past him and he would
2: just claw you. Well, Usually, I'd think with a guy like Mad Max, just his pinky fingernails would be longer. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he was that kind of a, dude. Di- a, a, we call that a, a, distri- a facility for distribution.
0: How y'all feel out there? Do you feel good? I said, do you feel good?
2: Come on. The groove feel good when it make you move, make your next move your best move. Uh-huh.
0: I said, the groove feel good when it make you move, make your next move your best move. Uh-huh.